Welcome, everybody, to the Bitch Slap, the Accelerated Path to Peace podcast, your daily reminder to not take yourself so seriously and that you barely know what's best for yourself, if at all, let alone anybody else. Anyhow, um, enjoy this interview today with Carissa Caudill. Uh, nutrition coach Carissa Caudill. She gives us the secrets of nutrition as a tool for a good life. This is from the Tools for a Good Life Summit uh, interview series. You can go register for the Tools for a Good Life Summit interviews at toolsforagoodlifesummit.com. You can listen to the 20 interviews. They are awesome. Carissa is one of them. She talks about nutrition. Nutrition as um, nutrition for quality mental health, for energetic, you know, for good energy, for good mental health, for for uh, managing stress, for all these things. It's so, so powerful. She drops so many bombs. Um, enjoy this interview with Carissa. She is awesome. And again, as a reminder, you can go to toolsforagoodlifesummit.com, register for all of the uh, interviews for free, and then um, you can get the all-access pass and get all the bonus interviews, the transcripts, the MP3s, the bonus gifts from the speakers, a ton of great content. Enjoy this interview with nutrition coach Carissa Cadell. It is awesome. Welcome back, everybody, to the Tools for a Good Life Summit. Now I would like to introduce to you Carissa Cadell, a dear friend of mine. Uh, welcome, Carissa. Thank you. Hi. I'm so excited to be on your show. Thank you. Yes, indeed. So real quick, I'm going to read your bio for uh, the Summit audience so they can get an idea of who you are, and then we'll go from there, okay? Okay. All right. Fantastic. So Carissa, you're a nationally certified nutritional recovery coach, certified testing and designing, I guess, certified in testing and designing personalized DNA based fitness, which sounds awesome. We were talking about that before we started here, which so anybody listening, if we happen to touch on that, it's amazing. Um, diet plans associated with that. You're a personal trainer, trainer, yoga, meditation practitioner. You were awarded first and second place in a bikini competition and a bikini competition title in a drug-free natural bodybuilding show after losing 50 pounds in 2018 and 2019. I don't know if that flowed right, but suffice it today. That <laughs> it's you, a lot in there. <laughs> there's a lot in there, but that's amazing. Congratulations on that. You have an athletic background, a background since you were five years old. You've struggled since your teens with addictive behaviors, emotional eating, weight gain, approaching, you're approaching seven years into your personal health, wellness, and nutritional recovery journey. Yes. Your entire life is dedicated to teaching and sharing with others your unique approaches to help build a new relationship with food, enhance energy, manage weight, curb cravings, and bring more awareness around 
nutritional recovery recovery habits. Your mission is to help others create a healthy lifestyle and build a new relationship with food to help fuel all the fun desired and deserved in life. Freaking yeah. love that. How how amazing is that? <laughs> um, um, so I think what's really cool, maybe we could touch on for a second is like the ability to utilize nutrition. I know you said to manage cravings or things, but also to manage like energy and stress levels and things like that. Maybe talk to that for a minute. Yeah. Um, that's a big part of, um, my, my journey, you know, since I, um, got, and I share, I'm transparent about this and it has, but my, I was in my addiction really deep six years ago, six yeah. and a half years ago. And I knew nothing about nutrition. Like I really did was not taking good care of myself. So, um, through my journey, learning how to slowly take care of myself, myself through exercise and all the other things we're supposed to do, you know, that are out there that help us, um, nutrition. Um, I realized I was eating food to fill like avoid for the longest time, for the longest time. Um, I wasn't realizing that hormonal balances were off when I was craving like a lot of carbs or a lot of sugar or, um, just wanting to, um, fill up on food. And, um, I know I was going lengths of time without eating at all. And I really thought that, um, it was going to help me lose weight. So bottom line is nutrition is we have to eat, we yes. have to eat. <laughs> yes. And so the, the biggest secret, and it's like the hidden secret behind all the diets is managing sugar levels mm. and they don't tell us that. And so I've done the cleansing, the starving myself, the, um, the, all the diets that are out there, I think I've tried them all. And a lot of them worked for short periods of time, yeah. but they were not sustainable, sustainable yeah. with energy or sustainable, um, overall to really help me understand how to connect with my body. So mm -hmm. I know I'm kind of talking in code a little bit, but the biggest thing is to manage your sugar level. And that is what I focus on most that, um, we really, it's so important. I can't emphasize enough how important it is for me to share with people. And for us in general, to understand what foods are spiking your sugar level and what foods are causing different cravings, what foods are causing different energy crashes, what foods are ca causing different, um, have an effect on different moods. Yeah. <laughs> you know, food yeah. mood. so food mood logs are like a really big thing I do with my clients. And, um, once I started to interconnect my relationship with food, like what food was doing for me, um, that's when I, you know, my, so to speak, nutritional recovery plan, really, um, my journey really started. And so, um, we all know that eating vegetables and eating, uh, you know, um, 
lean meats or healthy foods are important. We all know yeah. that it's, it's kind of common sense, Yeah. but our bodies so often want other things and yeah. I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> really? It's, it's like, I'm keeping it real. I've, I've been to the point where I was 50 pounds overweight because yeah. my eating spiraled. Yeah. And, um, then I've gone on to the crash diets, you know, and the bikini yeah. competition was one of them. I went on a crash diet. I got super ripped. And I learned, I thought at the time I was actually eating mm. healthy mm. and I really thought I was because mm. I lost all this weight. And I, I mean, if you look at pictures of me on that, on the stage at that bikini competition, I mean, I was ripped, Yeah. but I, I can't tell, um, behind and I didn't know at the time. So yeah. this has been an evolving, um, nutritional journey for me. Yeah. So I didn't know at the time I was actually doing more harm to my body mm -hmm. than good by mm -hmm. losing all that weight so fast and, um, not allowing my body to have the healthy fats it needed. Yeah. I was eating too lean yeah. and I pushed my body to adrenal fatigue because yeah. it wasn't getting the nutrient. I was a nutrient deficient. So when yeah. we see pictures of people totally in shape, ripped. I'm just going to be, I am, I, you know, I have to be honest. It's, Please it, do. it wasn't, it wasn't, um, the healthiest journey at that time. Yeah. So. No, I love that. I thank you for that. I, you've made me think of two things, right? One is, um, is we tell our kids we're, or at least try not to give the kids too much sugar. Cause we see the emotional, the emotional roller coaster it can put kids on, right? And I think that still, you just reminded me, that still holds true to adulthood, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're not immune to that just because we're older. And that as a matter of fact, now sugars, and this is not to do a discourse on the food industry, but we'll save that for the next summit. Um, but that perhaps unhealthy sugars are hidden all over the place. Um, so there's that and don't answer that yet. Um, and then the other thing is that like, if we're going through a hard time, there's foods like how we eat can enhance the stress mm -hmm. or temper it or provide calmness. Right. And so sometimes, well, I'll just say that. Is that a true statement? That's a hundred percent true. And it took me the longest time to really embrace, um, the process of my eating. And I know it kind of, and it was so embarrassing for the longest time because I really struggled. I really struggled with, what was healthy? What isn't, you know, eating a bunch of nuts, eating a bunch of fruit, eating a bit. And then somebody saying, or you're hearing that nuts make you fat, you know, or, you know, so you just, you're getting all these mixed messages out there of what's yeah. right, what's wrong, what to do, what not to do. <laughs> yeah. And then your body's here craving something else. So, um, there is a way to, to get, um, to a point where you intuitively, there is intuitive eating that where you do intuitively know what works for you and what 
doesn't work for you, but it takes that. work. You've got to yeah. actually write it down. And that's what I do with my clients. We actually have like a food mood log. Yeah. What foods make you feel this way? What foods, you know, spike up? Um, and then your sleep, you know, that's something that is really, really big. The sleep yeah. hygiene when we, um, when we eat late at night and we are spiking that sugar level at, yeah. at night, that cortisol level, it's actually linked to the melatonin, yeah. the melatonin hormone. So it really does affect our sleep. Yeah. And there's a whole cortisol little cycle where you, your cortisol should be really low at night. And then you should wake up hungry, <laughs> you oh, know, so yeah, that yeah. if you're not hungry, when you wake up, that's kind of like a little signal to where you need to look at it. Cause you're now starting the day for a potentially triggering day to emotionally eat or grab foods that are going to be, um, not in your best interest. So there's a lot, that. there's a lot to say on that. <laughs> I love that. I, I love that. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, I think too, one of the reasons I brought you on to the show or not the show, the summit and to speak to me and, and, and our audience right now mm. is that I loved the balanced perspective that you bring. It's so easy to find people that are like, work harder, push through, get ripped, right? Bam, bam, bam. And for some people that might be the solution, but the reality is, as you said earlier, that might just be heightening the, not, not, might not be a, a proper way of applying the tool of nutrition to having a good life to stick with the summit theme. It might be heightening your anxiety versus calming your anxiety. So that, that was what excited me about having you on here is that it's like, Hey, let's bring a, let's bring someone on who can talk pragmatically if that's the right word or um, about nutrition. So I think on that note, we get to the question. Okay. Yes. You ready? Hopefully I have good answers for you. I know you better. <laughs> Well, I love the little tip about sleep already. I think the way you described it versus don't eat before you go to bed, right? Well, the way you described it, it's like, oh, okay, that, that makes sense. Like I see, right? Like, yeah, I don't know well, if I'm going to eat the popcorn at night or if I'm going to, you know, of course I always work on the next best option. You know, if I'm going to make a smoothie of some sort, I try to do it as low glycemic as possible because of my awareness around it. Yeah. And what it's going to do and set me up for, for not failure, but it's going to be more challenging when I wake up, Yeah, you know, so at least my awareness around it helps my decision-making and I'm not so hard on my body and it makes my, makes me want to choose something that's actually going to be more beneficial. But if you don't know what those options are and you don't know what's going on with your body and how food actually affects your body, then you don't know. You don't, you know, don't know if you don't know. Right. <laughs> For the longest right, right, time, right. I didn't know. <laughs> right. All right. Let's get to it. So okay. here's the, I'm going to lay out a scenario okay. and then I'm going to ask you a question. So the scenario is this, if we think of life as a three-legged stool of relationships, finance, and health, and if we think of someone who was successful or was successful, right? So successful or was successful. And then they have two of two or three of those legs 
fall out from under them, that's when stuff can get gnarly. Sometimes it's easy if ah, there's a little relationship chaos, but mentally I'm okay. But if it's like there's relationship chaos and, and then financial chaos, or and then you have a health ailment, or you know, for me, it was like my parents were dying. I was getting divorced, more failed relationships. And I was my, that success, pull myself up from my bootstraps, apply more success to it, work harder through it was no longer sufficing, right? I needed new tools. So, and for me, by the grace of God, I was open-minded. So my question to you is thinking of nutrition what are the exact, the exact next steps you would offer a man or a woman who's coming out of that tumultuous time? What are the exact next steps you would offer this person so they know they are headed in the new right direction, that they will have positive momentum towards getting their life back on track? How can they use nutrition as a tool to facilitate that? Mm, mm. Oh man. And I've been there. I have been there, um, more than, more than a few times <laughs> in those circumstances. And I didn't have, um, the tools that I do now. Um, so I'm really excited to speak on that. So thank you. I love your question. Um, man or woman doesn't matter. Um, first and foremost, is to know that you have to take care of yourself. Like, like the airplane going down analogy. If like, mm -hmm. you don't put the oxygen mask on you first, you're not going to have strength. You're not going to be able to save anybody else. And, um, you know, and that's actually a mindset that I have every morning. Um, I'm still cleaning up some wreckage of, you know, my past, so to speak. Sure. And I'm still in those um, phases of every, if certain things not transpire, transpiring uh, yet. Yeah. And I know they will. I'm optimistic. I'm open in my life circumstance with the relationships, the family, like stuff like the finance, all that yeah. stuff. It's still yeah. not where I would like it to be. And I still have my personal challenges. So, um, how I use nutrition to help me and what I would best offer, um, you know, my suggestion and mindset to help anybody else is, um, to make sure, first of all, you're drinking lots of water, lots mm -hmm. of water. You, we have to drink water. And sometimes we put that on the back burner. And as we say that, I'm going to take a sip. <laughs> And I learned to do that. I learned to pause and I learned to take a breath sometimes when needed, but water is so important. It water will help push through the circulation and the blood flow that you need. It'll help the whole circulation process. So you can actually think clear. If your brain is foggy and you're overstressed and you've got all these things going out, going on and you're dehydrated, you're lethargic, you're not going to be able to think clear and have any ration. So first and foremost, you need to drink a water. Me, I drink a gallon a day. That's my goal. Um, it, it's a good goal. It's always worked for me. And because I like to drink, <laughs> um, but that's in, in the hydration actually allows you deeper meaning to absorb nutrients. 
you will actually be able to absorb more nutrients when you're eating healthy foods versus it getting stuck in the body or, um, just being flushed out, you know, too fast, you know, Mm -hmm. so that that's, there's an equation there, but, and I work a little bit closer, but water hydration, 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 I can't tell you enough, um, stay away from, um, and lower the caffeine lower the caffeine because sorry. Um, a lot sorry, of sorry everybody <laughs> right lower the caffeine in it and I'll tell you when I was doing those bikini competitions and the fitness getting all crazy because you know I just got sober and I was trying so hard to get my new life back and all this stuff like my revenge body so to speak um, <laughs> <laughs> yes well, I, I did it I wanted the revenge body <laughs> so good but it- it. but I was drinking a pot of coffee. Oh my God. Which no is joke. Brutal on the emotions, right? And your physiology, I guess. All of it, all of it. And so, um, I was in trouble. Um, so anyways, water and, um, go ahead. So any tips or tricks to help somebody drink more water, right? Cause I think a lot of people go, okay, I'll drink more water. But as you said, you have built the habit. Yeah. Water workouts. I actually have a course and, and, and there's a little section on water workouts. So a little tip on that is, um, so I just drink, my goal is to drink four of these a day. Okay. So I drink two by two from the minute I wake up, I drink two by two and then two, by the time I go to bed, I just break it down and I keep it with me at all times. And, um, I remind my, and I breathe of course. And I do, I like to take a deep breath and actually visualize the water flushing through my body and getting my circulation going and pushing out the toxins. Mm -hmm. I really love to visualize that because it just, it's an interconnection. It's like, kind of like the ocean and the waves, you know, I like Mm -hmm. to just feel, and it's a sense of calm and it, and it's an esteemable act that I'm doing for myself. So it really helps me with esteem and knowing that if I get a phone call, that's um, either good or bad. If it's a good phone call, um, you know, I'm able to show up if I'm mentally clear, if it's a stressful phone call, which we get them or emails, you didn't the bill or whatever it is. Um, I feel like if I'm on top of my water, it allows me to just have this sense of calm inside where I can just show up for a situation better. So my water and me, cause I'm thirsty. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I I'm in sobriety and I had no problem drinking then. <laughs> so it's like the drink, Figure it out. <laughs> so the, the drinking in the water, I can't emphasize enough. So fantastic. that's number one. Okay. Fantastic. So good. Thank you. Number one, um, and number two is to, um, be mindful of what you're eating, be mindful. Um, because we put ourselves like, it's so crazy. And I, and I have to go back to this and I share this with a lot of moms I work with that for the longest time we used to, we, ever since we were moms, like we would pack our kids, all the snacks and all the meals and all the things. And how many times as a mom did, was I out and about where I was like, Oh shit, like constantly feeding the kid. Well, where's my food? <laughs> I forgot. Uh, to yeah, yeah. Me. 
Yeah. Not me. So I'm either eating their snacks, which, you know, at the time they weren't as that healthy, you know, their snacks and I didn't know better then. And, or I'm just quickly eating out. So one thing I've done for myself and it's, and, and my purse is literally a backpack. It's half insulated. So I can hold in um, a little cool, a little um, ice ice pack thing. And then I keep food with me at all times. And then the other little section of the backpack is where I keep, you know, my, my wallet, my stuff. And so I literally, I have a backpack and that's something I do for myself every day. I have food on hand and I make sure I'm never in a situation where I don't have something prepared for myself. And if I'm in, if I'm out and about, and if I am running short, or if I didn't have time to, which Making that time is the best act of self-love I do for myself today is making that time to make sure I have my smoothie in there, my snacks in there, um, whatever it is. I, I set myself up for success when in the food arena, I never, like that is my first and foremost. Um, and if I'm out and about, I already know that I'm going to go to a deli either at Sprouts, Whole Foods, or, and I know what my go-tos are rather than what I was programmed to do for the longest time is the drive through or so I know what my next best option is. So, cause when I get in those moments of panic of, and I don't know, I'm hungry until I'm totally my shirt, my, 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 so that's the thing when your sugar level drops so yeah. low yeah. where yeah. you're in an Oh shit mode and you know, you're hangry, <laughs> you know, you're angry when you're in that drop yeah. level. That's when your cortisol levels spike and that's when everything's out of whack. So I have gone on that hamster wheel so many times, um, long enough to know that I I won't do that to myself anymore. You know what I love about that? And you just reminded me and how like these days, I guess for the awareness that I have or that hangry, I know that hangry, that was a heavy thing for me back in the day. Is now, if I'm going into it, if if a circumstance with the boy's mom comes up or something, or perhaps with one of my kids or or whoever, maybe it's like you know what, and I haven't eaten. It's like, hey, can I eat, and then we can come back to this, right? Like prioritize that food that nourish, (laughs) so to bring down, right? And I don't even ask anymore. Like I, I just eat when I need to, like, I like, Oh, I'm going to have something to eat. And I offer, and I like to have a little extra something because I like to offer people because I don't know, eating around eating was always like this, like really awkward thing. Like, you know, when you're eating in your car and someone's looking and you're, I don't know, at least for me, I was like, Oh God, like I have this weird thing around, but now I'm just, I'm okay with it. I need it. Yeah. And you need it too. Yes. <laughs> Here you go. Yeah. Love that. Here, have a bite. Then yeah. let's talk. Yeah. Have a bite. Oh Try my some. God. So good. Don, my ex-wife, I think you know Don or yeah. the boy's mom, whatever. We're dear friends. But she was like, she started packing food for me because I would get that hangry and she'd be like, eat. Yeah. <laughs> so I love that. Yeah. Um, so okay, those good. are my two. I wanted to have three in there, but two. Oh, and I guess number three would be um, to make sure you get no less than six hours of sleep. You know, no less. 
And nope. it's going to be a little different for everybody, but that six to eight hours of sleep is, I mean, even our cell phones, they die. You know, we have to charge our cell phones. Like we are not the expectation of myself to keep going and keep going and keep going. And it's, it's not real. It's not fair. So my water, my food and my sleep are crucial. And sometimes that looks like taking a 20 minute nap. Sometimes I'll pull over because if I'm feeling, I'm just so in tune now to where if I'm feeling like my energy level is, I like to keep it between my heart and my gut, mm. my throat and my gut. If it's too high, like careful, cause you're going to come down and you're going to yeah. feel a little, you know, Love but that. if I'm too yeah. low, it's hard to get back up. It's hard. So I will literally pull over sometimes and just shut everything down, shut the phone down and I'll close my eyes for 10 minutes. Of course you find a safe spot to do so, yeah, of course. but I always pull in, I pull out my backpack and make sure I have water. Like I take, it's like a nutritional meditation. You know, it's like a lot of people have, like meditate different ways, yeah. medit- you know, moving meditation with exercise, but that's my way of meditatively bringing it in. And what does your body need right now? Mm-hmm. If it's sleep, give it, give it to her, you know, cause then I can, and then I know I used to think all this self-care stuff was selfish, but honestly, it's like the best gift I can give to anybody I care about my clients, my family, my kids, and yeah, me too. But all these things I want to do, if I'm not doing these things, how the heck am I going to show up for anybody else? So mm-hmm. I just know that like the people around me are going to that's, I, I don't know. You kind of train people, train people to how to treat you. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just been a thing I've had to do for myself that it is who I am. I'm not afraid to eat. I have no shame in eating anymore. And it's, that was a lot of work because I was in the overweight, you know, I've, I've been in relationships where, um, they monitored my weight or they made comments on my weight. And actually that made me revert into emotional eating even more. Mm. So, um, I do this for me and I just, um, and I'm okay with it. So that's the best gift. Uh, that's the best advice, you know, I can say is to take care of yourself enough so you can actually show up for all those situations the way you want to. Carissa, that was freaking amazing. Thank you so much. Um, I think that that's a great place to end. Everybody listening and watching with us, um, if this interview with Carissa was fantastic and you want to get even more content from Carissa, upgrade to the all access pass for that bonus interview because we're going to talk about more amazingness. Um, any final thoughts to, sh- to, uh, to share that we did not get a chance to cover? Um, I would just say just enjoy.